last issue of Tales from Stringersburg. He wants to take the van with all the equipment to one of the local news stations. As Morgan is on the way there, his little radio thing starts to heat up and buzz. You better let me have a look before you turn anything over to anybody. Why don't you stop by the office? He also wants to discuss this this plan that he's got with some of the members of the Monster Squad. Probably going to need some mystical backup role. I know it's a big ask, but we could really use your hand to point us in the right direction. Roland tells him that he's happy to help gather information, but that he's not a fighter. I've met old Duke Disastro. Not a magical bone in his body. Listen, if you want to go ahead and take this down to the station, here's what you can tell him. It's like Vector Personal Defense Services is owned by a shell company that's owned by a shell company that does business as another company that goes all the way back to a guy that you and I know. The station didn't get its full-on interview with him, but they may have some tape of him that they can play later on, as he will find out. So after that, he leaves the station and tunes his magical radio to the Berg while he starts to head back to a rendezvous point that he set, gold chapter of the Longshoremen's Union, gone out on strike, just as he's about to nod off a terrific explosion from another part of the city. He knows that Greenwell has facilities throughout this area, and it appears to be one of those that's been attacked and badly damaged. And the guard is like, these two women came up and then there was just this shriek. They're from one of those gangs, you know, the the guys with the elbows. He went to the TV station, aimed the high-tech camera at him. The image that that ended up producing was a blue blur. Because he has been keeping a, an eye out for anybody who could be an ally. The scene of the downtown office building here where a sixth floor office of uh, Uncle Al Holdings recently came under attack by members of the so-called Monster Squad, uh, recently thought to be uh, uh, disbanded after the conflict with uh, the uh, uh, villain for hire, the uh, uh, mercenary meta known as the Nihilist. City government has announced the creation of a new department known by the acronym DESIST. Morgan turns on his magical radio, just in time to hear a message from one of WSBG's sponsors. The famous Dr. Radon Treatments. Dr. Radon, a former scientist in the Nuclear Energy Division of the Department of Energy, has studied all cases of metahumans emerging from radioactivity. He knows the specific cell receptors to expose to radioactive shit and give you murder powers. Murder power, murder power, murder For 15 low payments of $79.99, you too can experience the heights of metahuman power. Call Dr. Radon today. Not legal in Missouri, Nebraska, Kansas, or anywhere else. <laughs> Dr. Radon is totally busted. A quack scientist. Do not do this shit. Okay, bye. Was there... Did, did we do a scene where Morgan met back up with Spitter and Knife... Uh, it's like 
No, I, it's funny because I even forgot that the knife was an actual real person. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you, you for the had, time being. Yeah, you had said that Van Slyke was missing. He, you know, he eventually finds out, but no, he hasn't met back up. But he, the list of things he was going to try to find Brian. He was um, going to meet up with Spitter, and then you know he, he's on the lookout for other metas because they they had made plans to meet up the next day okay okay so maybe what let's do is um just start when morgan wakes up which is in the afternoon i assume he has like a a watch or maybe there's just like the, the clock on his phone it's yeah. like it's like one fifteen okay. or something. And um, Morgan's probably still a little groggy. He was running ragged and then he sort of like peaked on those two energy drinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, And I don't know if you, you wanna consider this at all, but the suit does give him like really minor regeneration. Oh, yes, I do want to consider that. Mm, okay, yeah, in that case... He roughly heals, like, twice what a normal human does. Okay. But that well, hasn't registered to him yet. Like, he is not aware of that. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, in that case, let me let me amend this a bit. Um, he doesn't wake up quite that late. I mean, I'm sure in game terms, regeneration is about like healing from injuries, but I think yeah. flavor-wise, it would extend to fatigue and shit like that. So um, Morgan wakes up around 11, and um, maybe he wakes up because there's a is an insistent buzzing sound near his ear which he finds out eventually is Spone there's a call from there's a call from an unknown number he just I guess kind of out of habit or whatever he just go ahead and answers it hello knife here oh <clears throat> Hey, uh, what, what's what's going on? He sits you up. missed the you missed the meetup. Something wrong? Uh, uh, no, just uh, one couple days. Uh, I'll I'll be right there. Right where? Uh, where we said. Uh, give me twenty minutes. All right. Be careful. It's hot out there. Thanks for the heads up. So. You had uh, agreed to meet up with them. I I would assume not at like uh, the headquarters, the old monster squad. Then what Spitter or uh, what Seven is now calling the. Yeah, probably something Institute. outside of that because you know Seven said that they didn't want any part of this or whatever. So, right. Um, how about since spitter had already been there uh the old textile factory where they brought communique when 138 came in ah okay yeah okay 
an, an abandoned textile mill. Yeah, that works. So, um, how does does Morgan take his usual over the rooftops sort of route to to go that way? Uh, yeah, just so he can kind of keep an eye on the the areas that he's traveling through, and if he sees any drones, he can take them down. He's he's keeping those uh, tactical, you know, the collapsible. Uh, tactical mm-hmm. sticks with him and everything so he can wing him at him if he gets a chance and um okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say you have like two of those and under certain circumstances you might lose one okay that's fine but but i'm figuring he generally speaking under under ideal conditions he can like ricochet one off a drone like damage it and still sort of get it back okay um, and he has been, with everything that's been going on, and especially this whole blue blur thing, he, he's really starting to ponder the real effects of this suit. Like, that's, just so you know, like, that's a... That's on his mind. ...internal thing that he's been mulling over. Okay. All right, I'll keep that in mind. The, um... This tells me that another dream sequence should be available soon. Sounds good. Um, Okay, so... At first, when he's leaving the sink, he doesn't see very many drones at all. If he's headed, let's just say north, then he can kind of see some vague shapes to the south, like at the bottom or the sort of lower edge of the sink, but um, in the immediate area around him, there aren't any. Okay, yeah, and he won't, the, he won't take time to veer off course or anything unless he sees some major action Okay, he's got to meet them. Right, okay. However, on the way there, they start to be more visible, and um, by the time he's within a few blocks of the meetup site, there's a little cluster of them, a location of like three or four of them staying fairly close to each other, but still a bit dispersed. They're, they seem to be flocking, um, and it looks like they're... He can kind of... Actually, um, do you have his sheet pulled up? Uh, that's actually what I was just doing. Okay, cool. Do uh, notice when you get a chance, and you're you're trying to beat 15. Okay. Uh, that would be a 16. Damn that uh, that fate. That... No, that was just a 11 from his notice. Oh wow! The suit gives him like a plus four to it. Okay. On top of his but all. Dang. All right. Cool. Okay. So. They're um, designed in sort of a roundish, modular way, so it's a bit hard to tell which way the cameras are pointing. But Morgan notices that, you know, they're they're flying in this little formation in such a way that, like, so this one here, camera's pointing that way. This one here, the camera's pointing. They're they're optimizing their coverage by flying in this little formation they're doing like uh they're 
some sort of autonomic so they have like a 360 overlay yeah 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 exactly so this group is like flying around in this thing they've got some pattern going you can see this this group is making a a circuit around that like abandoned factory area okay uh, in, including the old textile building so they have a so they have a it's mm -hmm. possible to have the assumption that maybe they're aware that the knife and spitter are there um there's the chance yeah okay. i don't think there's there's nothing to indicate that they okay well I, i'll just tell you the pattern of behavior that morgan notices which is a regular circuit they're just making a loop it's not it's not just a simple circular route they do a mm -hmm. little figure eight thing or maybe like a zigzag but okay. and it's over like a general area it's not like over the building yes okay right okay. exactly um i guess he will wait for them to be on the farthest part of their pattern mm -hmm. and hit street level and go that way okay stealth please okay Let's just go ahead and make that a 10 from Fate, so that would be 22. Ooh, okay. Yeah. All right, they don't even... He moves quickly enough that by the time they loop back anywhere near him on their pattern, he's well under some sort of overhang or, like, inside an abandoned building or something like that. They have no chance to pick him up. Okay. So Morgan moves to the old textile building, and um, he can see Spitter and the knife sort of uh, in the center of this big, empty former factory floor. Periodically, the knife will, like... Um, well, you'll... As, as Morgan's coming in, he sees this weird little fragment of something hovering in the air near the window. It turns out it's a jagged shard of a mirror, and the knife is using it to look out the window without peeking. Okay. He'll, uh, without being too loud, he'll, like, rap on a piece of machinery or the wall or something mm -hmm. to get their attention. Yeah. In almost instantly, some other sharp things come up in the air behind the knife, but they lower not long after that. Spitter just sort of ambles over toward him. He just, he, he sort of gestures to Morgan to come closer, and they huddle in the center of the building. Morgan's gonna put his finger to his, his mask where his lips are. Mm -hmm. Just be like, just so you guys know, there's three drones that have been flying a circuit over this area. So I don't know if they're listening in or, or what. Spitter's like, yeah, bruh, I know, dude. He's like, hey, listen, man, slight, we ain't seen him, man. Uh, it was, it was the last time that you did see him. The knife chimes in. Fighting that sword woman. Uh, fucking, uh, Sister Catastrophe. Spitter, uh, 
shakes his head. He's just like, she ain't my sister. Woo! It's like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they, uh, you know, when we went to fuck up that office, uh, they got into it. And we lost track of him. Came back out, looked for him. He was gone. She was gone, too. I don't know. Maybe they fucking killed each other or something. I just, uh... I don't know, man. It's hot out there. Yeah, who knows? Uh, how do you guys even know about that place? Because um, uh, Morgan had asked them to like go mess with the sept. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. he he thought they were gonna go to their mansion. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, also, I think if you go back a few sessions, you'll find this is what I said at the time but um, the knife is like went to that went to that damn mansion and nobody was there just a bunch of civilians people making minimum wage I bet anyway somebody there some manager I poked around in his head a little bit got the address He's like, you know I'm a government psychic research gone project gone wrong, right? <laughs> no, nah, man, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, well, so was Project Brain Drill. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, but uh, they... They went to the Sept's mansion, and he psychically interrogated somebody and got the address. He, It seems to be that he, once they got to the mansion, he had second thoughts about fucking up that building because there were civilians there. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't, really, that doesn't really explain why they then went to an office building in the middle of downtown. Right. So... Okay, well, I mean, at least it's some kind of an answer. Morgan's not going to yeah. press too yeah. hard. Spitter, Spitter seems to really enjoy the fact that they they went into, a, you know, a high-rise and, and screwed up the place for these, you know, muckety-mucks. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, he says, yo, the way I see it, that mansion, man, they got money to build that, they got money to fix it other motherfuckers I don't know what they got maybe that office is shut down for good now man you know what I'm saying that's a good possibility yo I turned into a fucking plant and shit I ate their I ate that fucking little palm tree they had excuse me yeah man watch this and he picks up a chunk of loose like rusted metal and just pops it into his mouth and he skin changes and everything he starts to move and it makes these horrible grinding sounds and little bits of rust flake off him oh man that's so it, that's fucking weird sorry that went, yeah. that went a little too boston <laughs> it's okay i don't know what the hell accent i'm doing most of the time it's mm. fine but he's like yeah man i'm turning into all kinds of shit and so that's pretty fucking cool, dude. The knife just—you can—you can tell he's rolling his eyes beneath his mask. 
So, uh, I mean, I don't got anything new, so uh, you guys got something that we can go and fuck up? The knife is like, honestly, boss, I think you ought to keep a low profile. Everybody's talking about you. Nah, fuck those guys. If they want a villain, then, uh, or if they need a target, then they got it. Well, that's how you feel about it. It's like, he says, I didn't learn anything else from anybody when we got to that office building. We told them to get the hell out of there so we could do what we had to do, and I didn't take the time to find out any more addresses from them, but from that news report, it sounded like maybe you know some other places, some other companies we could go after, the Duke's Holdings. I'd be uh, happy to do that. Well, a lot of those places are just fronts. They're not, they're not really anything solid, but uh, I know a guy that we can talk to, and uh, we could maybe hit up the, uh, the Hellbow Clan, too. Better seems to. Oh, yeah, you guys didn't hear about that, did you? They've been keeping that shit on the download. Uh, one of the like... places, uh, the, one of the drone factories was hit by the Hellbow clan like, yesterday. Or, or was it this morning? Help me with the timeline. <laughs> it's, it would be this morning. It would have been like one or two in the morning. All right. Spitter's like, yo, I know some of those Hellbow dudes, man. Or, I did. I think I met some of them. Anyway, whoa. They're fucking up. They're fucking up the drones. Why the, Why are they doing that, man? I think they're just as pissed as everybody else, and they're after Greenwell, who's part of the uh, technocrats. All right. Well... We ought to fucking, let's go, I mean, they're on the same shit we are, right? Let's talk to them, man. Oh, yeah, for the most part, I mean, they can get a little, uh, excited sometimes, a little too excited. So, uh, I mean, we'll just, uh, it doesn't hurt to go, to go talk to them, but we might not tell them everything. Word. I might not I might not even tell Seven everything about this, man. And he sort of looks at the knife questioningly, and the knife just shrugs. He holds up his little broken mirror shard to the window and takes a peek. It's like, no, they're they're holding. I don't know. If, if a drone factory got hit like that, it seems like there ought to be fewer of these things out there. He must have other ones. There's plenty of them in the sky. Well, of course he does. He's a fucking rich asshole. Well, I know you're, I know you're pissed at the sept, but maybe the drones, maybe we find more drone factories, and that's where we go next. Sounds good to me. I think we just need to try to hit everything evenly as possible, because otherwise, you know, these media assholes and everything are going to say we're part of one group or another instead of trying to fuck them all up. The knife seems. To that seems to give him some pause. Mime's scratching his head through his mask. He's like, thing is, don't know what the strong men are up to right now. They've been quiet. 
Yeah, uh, fucking, if we can just get our hands on Duke assholes, then I think uh, a lot of this will come to light. Spitter is looking at his phone, and he's like, Yo, these strongmen dudes are on a strike? At the docks or something? I don't know, man. What, uh... Yo, y'all are gonna think I'm stupid, but what's a strike? Uh... Yeah, um... My pops used to... Used to be part of... Part of some unions. Uh, it's pretty much when they... Uh... Organize and don't work, so, uh... It kind of fucks everything up until they get the terms that they want. Oh... Like when Scotty walked out from the Mickey J's. He took everybody with him. Alright, word. Wait. Why are they doing that? Probably some kind of political move. Uh, somebody told him that it'd be a good idea and to follow in suit. He's back to, he's like scrolling down with his thumb. And he's like, I don't even know half these words, dude. Uh, some about political persecution. They're saying like, oh, you know, these strong men are stopping work because they feel like uh, they're going to get fired for being strong men or something like that. They're saying, like, they want to guarantee that they won't get fired because of their politics. Hmm. That's what it says here. Yeah. None of our fucking business. At least not right now, I don't think. Alright. All they're right. just some guys. I mean, yeah, it's political, but they're just some guys. The knife looks, uh, he's, he sort of stands up straighter, and he's just like, yeah, good. Don't mind, causing, don't mind causing property damage, but never thought I'd be a strike breaker. Yeah. Uh, can I roll notice to see if, uh, Morgan recognizes Spitter from the neighborhood? Oh, um, yeah, I is there something other than notice? Because this seems to be about memory to me. Right. There's like... I can just do a straight intelligence. Uh, sense motive. Uh, Maybe just intelligence, then. Okay. That is not going to be very good. Nope. Fifteen. Um, straight up roll. No, no bonus. <laughs> okay. Cool. So, he's not, I'm, I'm assuming that he's in his, like, late teens. Mm -hmm. So, Morgan remembers, like, a snot-nosed 12-year-old version of him. Okay, because, yeah, Morgan's maybe, he's probably, like, five years older than him. Right, right. So, I mean, Morgan's probably seen him a few, like, a couple of times. Like, by the time he was 12, by the time Spinner was 12 and Morgan saw him, whatever incident that was, that was, like, the third or fourth or whatever time. That's why he remembers him from that moment. Okay. Probably hasn't really seen him since then. Sounds good. I was just... Uh, character development... Nothing wrong with that. So, 
these guys seem to really want to go find more of the Greenwell drone facilities, and um, they also, unfortunately, don't really have anything to go on. So, um, if you want to, if you want Morgan to help point them in that direction, then I need to know how these characters find out where these facilities are. Okay. Um, he's gonna look at his uh, watch on his phone, and uh, he. Uh, oh, I'm gonna get my brain working. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna look and see what time it is, and just be like, okay. Go and get you some lunch, um, rest up, let me go uh, see what I can see, and I'll give you a call and we'll, we'll figure it out from there. How about that? Give me like two hours. Spitter shrugs, the knife seems antsy, but he just grunts. So uh, Morgan's plan is he's going to go hit up Roland. Okay. And see if he's got any more info, because so far he's been his information broker. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um... Before he leaves to go find Roland, the knife says, Ought to change locations. Don't want to get caught here. Gotta get out from under these, and he points to the sky. Yeah, sure. Um... Why don't we, uh, why don't we go hit up the, uh, Southside Library next? Someplace, you know, a little more public, a little less suspect. Uh, we can go meet out at the back on the patio. Okay. Spitter seems, Spitter just shrugs. The knife looks, he sort of, like, hunches his shoulders up for a second. He's just like... You're talking about meeting in a public area, so I better let you know. He points to the mask. I don't take this off. No. Oh, well, in uh, that case, uh, let's not meet in a public spot. Uh, I don't know. You guys got any ideas? Spitter's like, yo, you know when they was trying to build that, uh, that L, the elevated. There's a building where you can get up onto it, and he describes a location in the sink. He's like, nobody ever goes up there. Not since Johnny Moe tried to grow weed up there, and it got all overgrown. There's yeah. just like a bunch of plants and shit. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so up there then, on the elevator. All right, two hours. I'll, uh, I'll send a text or anything if... Uh... I get caught up. Okay, the knife holds up his mirror to the window, checks it, gives Morgan the signal to go ahead, and you head off. You uh, scramble over to Roland's. You can escape the, the notice of the drones without any problem this time. Um, the window to Morgan's off, or sorry, the window to Roland's office is shut. This seems to be a sort of signal. You just get a sort of intuitive feeling that by him shutting his window, 
something about the way the window is shut. You just get a feeling. Okay. Like maybe he's not here, or maybe he's on alert, or something like that. There's nothing on the magic radio. Okay, I was just about to ask that. Um, he'll hang out, uh, you know, innocuously for 30 minutes. Okay. Some, somewhere where he can see Roland's office, or probably not the front door, but his, his office window. Okay. Um, I'd like a notice and a stealth. The order doesn't matter. Uh, we'll do notice first. A 9 plus 11. So 20. And then stealth okay. is an 11 plus... Uh, 12, so 23. 23. Dang. Okay. Morgan finds something blue and then just sort of pastes himself to it like a chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, one of the buildings near Roland's has um, is like about the same height and has one of those rooftops where it's got a sort of battlement kind of thing, like a half roll mm -hmm. or whatever. And, uh... Crenellation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you, you, you find a spot right on this wall where you can easily observe one of the windows and a lot of the rest of the buildings. You can kind of see people coming and going and also see into Roland's office a little bit. So, um... You see a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A shiny new car, shiny metaphorically, it's actually, the paint is like a, it's like matte gray and your eyes almost slide off it in some way as it pulls up. But a car pulls up like a block up the street and a couple of, carefully nondescript looking people mm. walking down one's a man one's a woman um, they don't appear armed but they look like the kind of people from their their posture and stuff who know how to handle themselves in a fight and uh, Morgan watches them enter Roland's building and then his office okay that's not gonna fly okay um let me think. So what is the height difference from the building to Roland's window? Like how many stories? Um, one. One story. Okay. Morgan is going to take a couple steps back, go running off the side of the building, and dive through the window. Okay. Dive through the window, like, off the- and roll off the top of the desk. And hopefully, like, into one of the individuals. Okay. Um, what is it in this system? Acrobatics? Yes. All right. So All right. Tw 20 will get you safely into the office. 25, you might, you'll, you'll land on somebody. All right. Uh, 17 oh, plus 12. Oh, my goodness. You dirty rat. Okay. In a 
strangely quiet shattering of glass. <laughs> Morgan comes in through the window, rolls off the top of the desk, and and lands foot first uh, on this big buzz cut dude in a in a plain gray suit. Um, you get to your feet, feeling extremely cool. Mm-hmm. Um, when this woman just launches herself at you in a flying tackle. So, let's see. Um, let's do contested strength or something. How does that sound? Okay. So just a strength check, nothing, no other mod. Yeah, 20. You critted. Okay. Plus five. <laughs> And you got a 19, oh, that was right. close. Yeah, that is a good one. All right, so this isn't, I mean, because you critted, this is what happens. The woman throws herself at Morgan in a flying tackle. She's even doing like a like a little battle yell. But um, he angles a little bit, and her jaw goes right into his shoulder. And um, she bounces off and hits the ground like stunned mm-hmm. maybe maybe unconscious maybe not meanwhile the guy you're standing on has grabbed your ankle and is punching you in the thigh mm, that's uh, unpleasant I don't remember how damage is done in this system you roll to hit and if you hit you roll um, damage against my roll of toughness okay so the damage roll is another d20 yep plus their strength mod. Yep. Okay, well, just in case, let's roll your toughness. Okay. Uh, that would be a 26. You have plus 13? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. He's... You can tell that if it weren't for the suit or, or whatever... It, the suit would... is a lot of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right then. Um... If, if not for the suit, this guy would have given you a bad Charlie horse and maybe crippled your leg. But um, with the suit, you're fine. Um, he starts shouting something about um, unauthorized entry and crap like that. Yeah, I'll give you unauthorized entry. <laughs> a look of Extreme discomfort passes over his face briefly, but um Oh Rowan's uh place is on the fourth floor. Yes. Something like that. Right. Uh, I'm hoping that trash pickup hasn't happened and <laughs> he's gotta rely on, on the luck he's been having and he's gonna chuck these motherfuckers out the window. Into the garbage, into the garbage cans. Okay. The dumpsters. Now, you've reminded me lately that when Morgan touches somebody, bad luck happens to them, right? Yeah, they have to, they can roll to resist it. Okay, what, what is that roll? It's a will save. A will save. Yeah, let me, let me bring up the particulars. 
I, I I think that's I think that'll do. Okay. What what do they have to beat? That, that's what I was kind of oh, trying to look oh, up. I think it's the power the power rating, which would be ten. Okay. That sounds right. Well, this is for both of them. <laughs> oh no! That was a natural one, ladies and gentlemen. That was awesome. And some people don't like making the one on the d20 a crit fail, but I love it. And so they critically fail. They are cursed with bad luck and thrown out the window. Which means, in the dumpster below, there is a bunch of broken glass. Um, from the immediate screams, Morgan can tell he has maimed or possibly killed these people by throwing them. Yikes. So, what are you going to do? Um... Oh, real quick, uh, just so you know, um, Jinx works the will saving throw. We'll just say it doesn't say the diff, but we'll just say the rating, power rating. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's a roll equal to or less than the probability control rank, you treat it as a one, although it's not a natural one. Okay. So it just sort of like drives their die way down. Yeah. Like without, you know, minimum botching. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, that's what happened on their toughness saves when they hit. Okay. They got the least possible. They are... Whatever the condition is right before death, they're at that. Okay. Or at least that's what it sounds like to Morgan from where he is. So that was two of them and there's one still in the office building? No, no, it was just those two. Okay, for some reason I thought there was a third one. No. Uh... Well, shit, now he feels kind of bad. Um, actually feels real bad. He is... He will call 911. Mm -hmm. And he is going to roll the dumpster out into the middle of the street. Okay. Uh, he'll, he'll, like, get out the window, go down the fire escape... But, you know, he's calling the cops during this, and he gives them, like, the general address, like, the, the street uh, and the block number, and then, like, takes the dumpster, if it's got wheels, and, like, pushes it out into the street. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it doesn't have wheels, he'll, like, pull them out uh, gingerly and, like, try to, like, if they've got terrible, like, really bad bleeding... He'll try to, like, rip off their jackets and, like, use strips of cloth and, like, tie them up, tie up their okay. bleeding, and then, like, leave them laying beside their car. Okay. Their their car is a bit up the street from this, but we'll get to that in a moment. Odds or evens? Uh, evens. Oh. The dumpster does not have wheels. Okay. All right, he's pulling them out. Okay. So I assume that if you... If Morgan has to make some sort of medicine check, that he can just use probability control to take 10 on it? Yeah. I can okay. do that because he's got nothing in medicine. Okay. So, um, by the time 
So like he's like stabilized. He's trying to. He's like ripping their clothes and bandaging them with one hand while he's like yelling into the phone with the other. Um, the dispatcher seems to have, be having a very hard time understanding what he's saying, but he's sort of busy doing this other thing at the same time, and he's gotten the woman agent person out of the dumpster and bandaged up. Um, in time, well, by the time he's done doing that, he can hear a faint whir in the sky and he sees some of the, the ubiquitous Greenwell drones coming this way. Okay, real quick, he's going to uh, lift her wallet. Okay. Uh, he's not even going to look at it, he's just going to put it in his pouch. Okay, done. The, uh, the, the, the male agent guy, you can see he's like... He's, like, pulled a thing out of his jacket, and there are, like, shards of glass in his arm. There's one in his cheek. I'm just gonna, like, grab his hand. Okay. And just shake my head and be like, dude, just stop. He's just... He lets go of whatever the thing is and just sort of, like, passes out. And, um... Can I see what the thing is? It's just a little black box with a button on it. Yeah, I don't trust that. That's going Push in the button. That's going in the pouch Push. too. Push the button, Drew. Push <laughs> it. Uh, okay, so um, Morgan slips that into his pouch as well, and he's hauling the guy out of the dumpster as gently as possible when the drones arrive. And um, even though you're not an expert on their behavior exactly, you can tell that they're they're behaving. There's something odd about it. Um, one of them, you can see. You know, there's a moment where he's sort of glancing upwards, and you can see one of the drones has its camera focused on the woman lying on the street, and then the other two are sort of like cycling around each other in the air. Like one goes over the other or around it from the side. Um, they're pointed in the general direction of Morgan and this man, but they seem to keep like switching places. Um, they're they're behaving weirdly. Mm-hmm. In any case, but um, you get the guy out of the dumpster and start um, like compressing some of his bigger cuts or or whatever. Uh, giving giving him that you know sort of triage style medical attention mm-hmm. and um, can hear sirens in the distance by the time you're done with that actually not that far away sirens okay. are surprisingly close all right um, in that case I'm gonna leave them in a visible area and scoot up to the top of uh, Roland's building okay. As you're climbing the building, you can hear the, the whiz of more drones approaching. The ones that um, flew up a moment ago seem to be hovering in that area, focused on the two uh, downed agents now. The, the third, they seem to travel in groups of three. The third one sort of, you, you glance back over your shoulder and see the third one kind of circling around them. It's still... Um, 
like bobbing and weaving in the air in some weird way. And it actually, you see it settle to the ground for a moment and start to like fold in on itself. Hmm. But meanwhile, there's a, there's another little cluster, another wing coming from the air. And, um, by the time Morgan gets to the top of Roland's office building, they're almost right on him. You can maybe do one quick action before they okay well on you. Uh, what morgan was kind of banking on was uh where he's figured his suit is messing with technology and then roland said that this building was kind of blacked out taken care of um that's mm-hmm. the reason why he went to it um but yeah he'll he tries to get up as quick as he can and then like flip over the side and then like put his back against you know the crenellation Right, the in, right, the inside of the wall thing. Okay, the 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 wing of drones that has just arrived sort of comes right up to a few within a few feet of the building, and they sort of stop. They spread out, but then they start whizzing around, kind of like the one down below was. They seem confused. Hmm. If you, if you were going to personify them, they would be confused. Okay. Or high. But yeah. if, we were, if we were to give them agency. Right, right. Stoned drones. Um, but they they do seem to like not really know what they're doing here. Um, meanwhile, you can hear you can hear cars with sirens tearing ass up the street. Okay. Uh, mixed in with the the honks of people who have like come up against this dumpster barrier that's in the middle of the road. Oh no, wait, no, that didn't happen because you didn't move it. Never mind. Okay, so what now? Um, I guess I'm just gonna wait for the heat to die down. Um, Staying on top of that building. Yeah, trying to think of an apology to give to Roland. Okay. Well, um, you wait 20, well, 10, 15, 20 minutes. There's no sign of Roland. You're able to move around pretty without too much in the way of, you know, like, you don't have to really hide from these things because they can't really see, they can't even really see the building. Mm -hmm. But, um, you don't see any sign of him. Okay. Um... As soon as they kind of, if the drones clear out at all, uh, he'll climb down and climb through the window and scrawl out a a quick note and, um, like, leave it in the top of his desk or something. Okay. Um, do notice, please. Uh, 21. Okay. Um... After waiting for about 20 minutes, Morgan slips down into the office and he's looking around for something to write on and with, and the office seems strangely empty. Looks like Roland has, like, cleared out of here. Mm. Either that or hidden all of his stuff. Right. There's a a few items left over, but anything anything of importance seems to have been packed up. Okay. Uh, in that case, if I can't find any pen or paper, I'll oh, try to find... You, you can. You can find pen and paper. Okay. 
He's just got some scrap, like the 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 back of a menu or something like yeah. that a printout and then just like a cup there are just pens and pencils lying around haphazardly everywhere okay yeah i'll just write out a quick apology without any like incriminating thing just be like uh sorry about the mess shit happens uh see and then just like stick it in the top part of his uh drawer of his desk okay. all right done uh, and then I guess I'm gonna go meet up with Spitter and the Knife. Okay. On your way over there, do you turn on the radio at all? Yeah, I think that's kind of become a, a habit that Morgan does. Like whenever he's okay. out on patrol, he, he doesn't. It's not loud, but he he has it in the background, and okay. if anything catches his attention, he like turns it up or something. Okay, good to know. The uh, the Berg has an unfamiliar reporter on, and um, they're saying that, well, it's a bit of, um, it's a bit of inside baseball. The reporter is like, you, you uh, Morgan comes in partway through the story, and here's a... Uh, Jackson has claimed it has nothing to do with salary and compensation, but is instead a matter of the political climate here at WSBGFM. In any case, he will begin broadcasting on the new network this afternoon at 5 p.m. Those of us here at the Berg, his former colleagues, will be listening very carefully. Now in city news, an apparent accident at the address of and they give the cross streets for Roland's place as as two building contractors fell out the window of an abandoned office and were badly injured at the scene partial footage of the incident was captured by the so-called uh, aerial monitoring units of the desist programs drone fleet, but according to a spokesman for the desist office, this footage is partially scrambled. And so that's... Mm -hmm. Building contractors my ass. Yeah. So... That just tells me that they were part of the technocrats. Or at least that's yeah. what Morgan automatically assumes um that is a reasonable assumption for morgan to make 